0: The latest film from Steven Spielberg is a remake of one of the most iconic musicals, movie musicals of all time. This is Intercuts after credits review, meaning it's best watched after you've seen the credits of the movie as we might get into some spoilers, but one of the most famous stories of all time based Mm -hmm. on Romeo and Juliet. Not sure there's a whole lot we can spoil here. Let's start it a little bit generally. What did you think of West Side
1: Story? I think when it comes to a lot of the musicals that people have been, like, very, you know, hyped on, like you said, (laughs) when it comes to remakes, you're going to have something, as Spielberg said, that it's not just going to be remade once. It's going to be remade in another 60 years. It's going to be remade remade 60 years after that. And like you said, it is a Romeo and Juliet movie, or Romeo and Juliet story. That became a play. That then became a... whole movie that became one of the most iconic things and I know for him in general Spielberg was very inspired to do this because his parents gave it to him I know it's a whole dedication to his father and mm. why he took it so personally this being his first musical that he's ever done which is crazy to think yeah. from the man himself um, <laughs> knocked it out of the park I am, I am still not fully sold when it comes to the story but that's stuff that I go back to even when it comes to the play even when it comes to the original right. movie I think it fixes if that's the word that I think a lot of mm-hmm. people are using issues that the movie may have had but he directly is taking a lot of inspiration from the musical he grew up listening to the vinyls there he liked the sequencing and the order that was there and i i loved a lot of this movie i know one of the big factors that you have is the cinematography and watching the movie you know i'm thinking of all of the man i'm thinking of all of the other movies that i want not only a nomination but a win but i'm looking at this and i'm going how did they not just steal it right in front of my eyes I had the chance to catch this movie in Dolby. Even if you're not a fan of the uh, yeah. older movie, it may have aged a little bit for some. There are definitely elements, you know, like we said that they fix, that have aged for sure. Yeah. But if you're going to watch the movie, give this a watch in Adobe theater. Not only for the crispness of the shots and just the fluidity of it, but for the music. <laughs> right before we were recording, I was humming one of the songs, you're like, why does that sound familiar? I was like, because it's a West Side Story, <laughs> <Right. isn't?"> Yeah. <laughs> Damn near 70-year-old song. It's a classic. Exactly. I mean, look,
0: one of the big concerns heading into uh, this remake was Mm -hmm. what are they going to do with the story, which has some sort of old tropes, and it has been called racist in some fashions, too. And also, what are they going to do with some of these things that are so iconic about it? Like, I know a lot of people uh, were concerned when it was revealed that they would be ditching the iconic Jerome Robbins choreography. And what I think is that, like... Yeah, it's still an old-fashioned story. It's still based on Romeo and Juliet. So some of the character motivations aren't necessarily going to feel the most, you know, authentic, I guess. No, they do not. (laughs) People fall very madly in love very quickly in this story. But but that's just kind of like, I, I don't know if you can do that and still make West Side Story. At some point, you're making a different movie if you change stuff like that. True. The, but the reason that this show is so iconic is like you mentioned it's the that song those songs and those iconic uh, melodies and uh yeah the dance too which I while this doesn't use that uh, classic choreography, this was, of all the movie musicals we've gotten in recent years, one of the most dance-forward movie musicals, I think. And it benefited it in a great way. Like, I think one of the pleasures in getting to see stuff like this on the big screen is to see talented performers use their body in ways Mm -hmm. that the regular person can't. And uh, Spielberg just shoots it so well. You know, I think... For me, I was just sitting there with a big dumb smile on my face the whole time because shot after shot after shot, it it was just... The, these gorgeous like two for ones that would go from a wide master shot that would like pull in and give Beautiful. you this awesome two shot with two characters just kind of perfectly layered performers filling every available space. It He he just does blocking so intelligently. Like please Steven blocking. Javatsky
1: and, <laughs> and John M. Chu like look at this movie and see what you could have done. I went back to In the Heights man and you know I, I really loved In the Heights but I was looking yeah. at it and I was just like can I see their knees right can i see the other dancers in the back can i
0: see the the movement of the feet please hey, now. can you place the dancer in a way that the main performer isn't blocking everything they're doing like it's just so intelligently crafted in that way there, there are a hundred shots here that i was like that is better
1: than any shot in in the heights and it's not I fair mean, too <laughs> mind it, you there's also budgets so and there's obviously the the king that is spielberg but for sure this like it I could feel my audience reinvigorated. This is like, yeah. everybody was looking at the screen going like, we can make movies like this. They can still make movies in this manner. And you were comparing the choreography. I don't think the choreography stands up to the the one from what, the 60s. It, it's not even close, dude. When, mm-hmm. Rewatching the, because I bought the whole, it's right there, actually. When I bought the whole uh, Blu-ray pack, it's not even close to what they did, especially for like, Be Cool. Mm, nah, like it, it just doesn't compare up to it. It doesn't have the same like I, soon to be iconic moments like that. Yeah, they weren't going to make but them do, suffer like they did with the with the previous one. They were fainting when they did the choreography in that one. Yeah, but visually, but I do
0: think that like the yeah, it, it made it all worked within these shots, right? Like they they're able to perfectly move in sync with these camera movements, and I think it's it's that Spielberg is so good at showcasing the movements that. It, it matters less to me. I was just like blown away that like we're seeing good dance ex- 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 show like properly filmed yep. for the first time in f- since like I don't know La La Land or something.
1: I think that's probably the the one that people have compared back to the most. Not the Evan Hansen. You you would not compared. To- <laughs> there was one
0: one. Numbered Dear Evan Hansen, that was pretty well staged, but uh, otherwise, yeah.
1: (laughs) Other than that, when you compare it to the story, I think that there is a lot of elements that they update that I thought were fantastically done. Mainly for me, that comes from Ariana DeVos. She, in my opinion, was the standout. Obviously, you have your Romeo and Juliet story, but you have these side characters, and the character of Anita has always Mm -hmm. been the big one because Rita, who also comes back in a very interesting way, taking in the form of the character of Doc. She had won the academy award originally for her portrayal of Anita specifically that one scene that happens in a shop and then Ariana's portrayal of it not only does she do some, she not only does something different with it but I don't know if you heard the behind the scenes about how she told Steven Spielberg no at the audition he wanted her to do something in particular he's like I don't have the time and if I'm going to do something for you I have to give you my 10 out of 10 I'm not going to get a, I'm not going to give you a 6 out of 10 and he practically looked at her and said Oh my god, you're literally Anita incarnate. And you see that breathe through the screen. I thought she did mm-hmm. a fantastic job. I she know she is
0: radiant in this movie. Like whenever she's on screen, you can't help but but watch her. She's got one of these like perfectly symmetrical faces that is so like perfect for the big screen, mm-hmm. too. And and then she's just a great mover, you know? Like I she was I think in the company for Hamilton, so she's like Broadway trained and everything. So mm-hmm. Yeah, she she was a standout for me. I thought Mike Feist, who was kind of like second best, the, the leader of the sh- the shards, Jets,
1: was it? No, the Jets. The he, ju- look, it's screw the Jets every day, all day. If you a Jet, just unsubscribe from, leave a dislike. I don't care. We can't see those anymore. I hate the Jets. If you know the story, because I think we're getting into spoilers. Yeah. The moment he went, and I went. You know what? But at least he was a real one, man. At least he <laughs> stood his ground. He yeah. killed that performance, man. Mm-hmm. He did a fantastic yeah. job.
0: He he's so I don't know. He has this like sleek energy that's kind of very watchable on screen. Yep. I, I don't know. His face reminded me a little bit of John Mulaney, maybe the voice too. Stop him. But- I told it to
1: Alina the moment we left. I was like, this John Mulaney guy literally talks the same way in his but regular. He's interviews. really good. He
0: is fantastic. I'm very excited to see more from him. And, you know, it is, it's is—it's crazy because those characters take away so much of the energy. What did you think about Rachel Zegler? She was kind of like the big find of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of her big debut. And now she's going to be in Shazam 2 and Snow White and all this stuff. So
1: Blew up. Yeah. I remember finding her on YouTube because it was like a big deal yeah. to scope her out. And I know she had to put her audition through there. I think she kills it when she's on YouTube. If you see her performing in her, like, high school musicals, it's, not, it's a slaughter to everybody else who's on stage. And in the movie... There is this song that they do, because I know that it was a mixture between pre-recorded songs and then songs that they did live. And they hinted at the idea that the one between her and Ariana was done live. If Mm. you know what I'm talking about, when they're in the house. Yeah. She absolutely demolished that song. She killed it. Her acting's okay. (laughs) I (laughs) personally think her acting is okay. Her (laughs) singing, though, is what takes her beyond. Because she hit this note, uh, in particular, at the emotional climax of that scene and I thought I was like wow yeah this is exactly why you got the role but mm-hmm. I don't know if you if she won you over in terms of the acting well I, th- I think she has this kind of
0: precocious energy to her that's very like charming you know I, I thought yeah. she was like very like sweet and fun to watch on screen I, I agree with you that maybe the acting is a-, is a little bit blunt at this point but like you know it's her first major motion picture I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that that grows and evolves because like at least she's got this like incredible singing voice to fall back on it's too. unbelievable Yeah. So, you know, I thought she was between serviceable to like at moments pretty good, but Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, doesn't capture your attention the way that the other performers we talked about are easily. I don't know how how you felt like the the elephant in the room with this movie for a long time, like growing on a a year plus now is obviously the Ansel thing. He's been in the news for reasons that are are not great and that we don't need to get into now, and that's kind of made it that a lot
1: of people are, are dreading the release of this movie, too. And rightfully so, dude. There rightfully was, so. When we yeah, were watching I, the movie, they were like prepping, and they're like, oh, you know, they're fixing so many things from the 60s version. It's going to be... Up. And then the casting of this man and everything that happens, and the guy literally next to me, because I'm watching it at a, you know the press screenings that we were both able to go to, and the people next to me were like, well, hopefully the movie's good, and I guess you can look past that. I I know you, you really liked his performance, and I don't I don't think it was w- a bad performance. <laughs> I don't want to say I really liked his
0: performance. I thought it was adequate. Like, in terms of Aunt Ansel as a screen performer, I've never really bought into his presence much. Like, I don't, I don't think he's that versatile. I thought he worked here. I'm going to give that credit to Spielberg, knowing what he's doing. You know, he, I
1: Shaddamas think... with <laughs> with what his character ends up being... <laughs> There were lines that Ansel says that my yeah. whole theater was chuckling. They're like, "This is ironic to a level that just it filled yeah. the he room. You could feel it.
0: He can't pull off the the sad scene at all. Thank but, you. you know, Do the, you agree?
1: I th- my entire no, theater laughed no. in that when he put the face to a. It, uh, he
0: looks really silly in that moment. I, I don't. I think he maybe like he, it strained an eye muscle or something. like Unironically, to that one of the up,
1: best scenes in the movie, but not because <laughs> they hit the emotional t- beat they wanted.
0: I am more I'm more to say like he didn't take me out of the movie with his performance and like I think the movie itself was good enough that I was able to just kind of in- enjoy it like I you know obviously there uh, it'd be nice if it I didn't have to deal with him in that central yep. but you know I thought he was adequate in the movie
1: I think if you have I've just problem. seen some
0: people say he's absolutely horrible like maybe he has some moments but I yeah. I thought he was fine
1: I, I think unbiasedly he is not horrible in the movie but yeah. easily if you have an issue with him obviously he plays the main character and you're, yeah. you are going to cringe at the lines that they rewrote for yeah. his character in this movie. I also want to give a shout out to uh, David Alvarez. He, I know he played a uh, young Billy Elliot back in the day in one of Tony. I thought he did a fantastic job in the movie as well. We had mentioned Rita. She uh, gets some singing in here. Did you have any favorite numbers from the, this in, in terms of how they were staged yes. or whatever? Again, Be Cool, I think, was better in the original.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is very hard to say the um, uh, the Life in America one moving it from the rooftops to, to the actual street. I look fine. That's why I was having it right before we came on. That It, it, it makes it so much better seeing them interact with everybody on the street. And that's yeah. where I know a lot of the behind the scenes has come that they actually filmed this the same time they were filming in the Heights. So while they were filming in the Heights, they were literally around the corner filming West Side Story. So if you're making the comparisons, it's funny to see how vastly different The coverage was for both, but that was one of the hottest days, and because it was so hot, there have been all of the uh, the behind-the-scenes on them having to CGI- out sweat stains, pit stains. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, even for David, that he was sweating through his shirt so much, they're like... I mean, those
0: clothes don't look too forgiving either.
1: The entire thing had to be CGI'd out. <laughs> I find that fascinating because that's another visual element to the movie that uh, you can see how much of it is practical. But there's no doubt CGI in the movie. But it is, yeah, a, there is, it like is a beautiful that, that blend.
0: CGI sheen to some of the landscapes, yes. you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, it was actually, I believe, shot mostly in New Jersey, not New York. So they're, they're you know, putting in different backdrops and stuff. It didn't bother me. I think Spielberg knows how to shoot these things well enough that, you know, it kind of just becomes the look of the movie rather than, like, this something that could seem artificial.
1: That's fair. Do you have a favorite one?
0: As far as favorite numbers, th- that whole dance-off in, in the uh, school, I thought, was just so well staged and filmed. I also really loved the Officer Crumpkin number, which I did not expect to like as much as And it. the way it just, they like, switched it, yeah. Yeah, like, I just think... You know, they were, it was so like clever in terms of its blocking. Again, like, I I love when you are intelligent in terms of how you use characters in space. And I I think it was like the bench that they
1: used for the uh, the jail thing. Yeah, that that stuff was so cool. And even to add on that scene, it's fun. The character of anybody's, the way that they were able to kind of, not too much, but they added a couple of scenes here and there. Obviously, in the original, that plays a big factor in where character of anybody's really wants to be a, a jet and they're like no you can't fit in yeah. a jet you're just a girl <laughs> go over there and they added a couple of moments with her there's a, a or the character of anybody they have an a, a moment at the dance where the teachers really quickly are just judging yeah the outfit and then obviously there's the added lines when they're in the uh the jail scene i appreciated steven not changing the crunky lines that are in that specific song. There are lyrics that uh, account to, you know, how they see why they're so psychologically disturbed because even in In the Heights, they changed some lines now that they've updated it for the movie. I think not necessarily doubling down, but like sticking to it shows you the ideology of the Jets and why they feel the way they do, especially when they're interacting with the character of anybody's... But I really like what they fleshed out there, uh, especially that one line, because I don't know how long ago you saw the original. The whole bit between anybody's is where they go, good job, buddy boy. And then anybody toes back, thanks, Daddy-O. I am so happy they cut the Daddy-O. For that alone, two thumbs up for the movie. Good update. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I will say, like, I think the ways in which it was updated are all really intelligent and not... Um, over-the-top, they're not heavy-handed, it's not like the woke West Side story or whatever. But you're it, gonna it, hear people say that, which
1: is funny. People are gonna say that because people but are bad that's the original faith, story. Faith.
0: Yeah. You can it, hate the movie. Exactly. Moment.
1: But that's the original story. Yeah.
0: Continue I try. think it was just... V- no, no, no. I was just gonna say, I think it's all just done very carefully, very smartly. It To me, it, it just improves on the original in a lot of ways. Like it, Maybe not in terms of some of the performances or in some of the choreography but
1: in terms of a lot of the other elements like the it, to me it's like on the level with the original i agree a lot of people think the original is untouchable and now they're like Well, actually this new one's pretty good this one's it untouchable be and in might 60 be years you know there'll be one that may be even better but you know in terms of the story yeah. i think like you're, you're right there's no way in changing the core of what the the movie is supposed to be it highlights a bunch of extra stuff but damn maria oh she frustrated me the entire damn movie there were elements when i saw the original where i was just like girl why and then in this one it was like girl why but in hd in an updated 2021 <laughs> version but i would recommend it it's obviously very long and Absolutely. i think that was a big thing that factored into in the heights yeah. being a two and a half hour musical to see in theaters but i don't know go see it an animal draft house or something like that with food if you can keep yourself safe obviously because it's uh, you know it's gonna be in the winter but um, i think it lived up to it if you were Excited for this movie. I think it delivers on all the dance numbers, and it's a good update.
0: I don't know why I didn't have faith in, in Spielberg, man. We've we've been through we do this, this before.
1: We do this every every time. What's
0: wrong with he us? He is one of the great filmmakers. I gotta say though, I think this maybe is my favorite film of his since
1: War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Okay, I can't remember. Not the BFG. Already <laughs> Player one. I really like the post, but I can't say that I that the post. You know. Kept me yeah, snapped <laughs> There was exactly. those musical numbers in the post. It didn't, didn't stick with me as much. Ah, <laughs> uh, you may be right. War of the Worlds. When was Minority Report? Was that before or after?
0: Before, as mm. was Catch Me If You Can.
1: Okay, well, I agree with you because I'm a big fan of War of the Worlds as well. But right. hey, I want to see the side of Spielberg again, e- even if it's a remake. Definitely. it's yeah. still the just the I don't even know, the it, creativity it, is oozing out of the movie. And again, it's it's because it's so personal to him. You could tell how much this meant to him. Yeah, because of his it's parents' first musical. Him. But
0: hopefully, it's not going to be his last.
1: Agreed.